Brewers Weekly rolling on here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. Thanks so much for taking some time. We'll be with you till 9 o'clock this evening. Josh Hader just completely continues to dominate Major League Baseball. He now has a 1.44 ERA, working in a weird role where he's not a starter, he's not a closer, but he continues to pitch in big innings. And uh, if you pick up USA Today or go to usatoday.com, you've seen a uh, column from um, USA Today baseball columnist Bob Nightingale that really gets in on uh, Josh Hader, and Bob joins us right now. Bob, appreciate you taking a few moments. How are you doing? Yeah, doing great. Thank you. Uh, you uh, you start off your piece about Josh Hader saying, you know, he's got the look of a Southern California surfer, but you, you realize he's from Maryland, he's a hunter, he's a fisherman, he likes hockey. What was your takeaway as you got to uh, sit down and get to know Josh a little bit? Uh, just a very polite young man, very respectful. Uh, his teammates absolutely love him. Kind of, uh, you know, you know uh, kind of doesn't really talk until uh, spoken to. You know, it's not like he's one of these young guys that thinks he knows everything. So uh, very, very respectful of, uh, you know, almost the veterans in that, in that clubhouse. But yet he's his own person. You know, it's almost with the, uh, you know, the entrance music, the long hair and everything else. He's a very, you know, top in himself. Ryan Braun had a quote the other day where he said he's the best player on the team. And that means something coming from someone like Braun. How... As he's taken over just the ability to go out and pitch the way he's been pitching and everybody's taking notice, how much of this kind of goes along with this change in baseball where we are seeing the Andrew Miller types and all of a sudden there's these guys in the bullpen who aren't closers, they're they're pitching multiple innings, and they're becoming real key parts of teams? Yeah, it's really become uh, fashionable now. We kind of started in, uh, two years ago when the Indians went to the World Series. Andrew Miller was employed that way. You know, during the playoffs, and uh, you know, came in big, big situations no matter what inning. And then they, uh, Archie Bradley did for uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Now Hader's doing it, so it's a uh, you got to be very unselfish because you're not going to you know, you go to arbitration, you're not going to have the saves, you're not going to have the wins, but just have a whole lot of holds and responsible for a whole lot of wins. I'm of the belief, and we may see him as a starter at some point. You touch on it a little bit in your column, but I'm of the belief that a lot of times starting pitchers pitch a lot of innings that don't matter. And using Hader the way they use him, they almost always make sure that he's pitching innings that matter. Is this going to be something that you think is going to continue to evolve in baseball where they do start using dominant pitchers out of the bullpen to make sure they're always pitching innings that have implications on wins and losses? I mean, you like to, obviously. Uh, you, you need starters to eat up innings. And last night, you saw Justin Berlander getting trouble in the ninth inning, but still AJ against them close it out. I mean, to be, you know, be honest, if you're gonna, if you're gonna start and say throw 180, 200 innings, you know, that's more valuable than the reliever just because all the innings are eating up. That being said, Hader's very comfortable in this role and everything else, and you need someone in the, that, those key situations. It's almost like a double closer, you know, where you can have, uh, a guy like a hater, you know, face a heart of the order early on, and then got to set everything up for Canable in the ninth inning. At 26 wins, the Brewers are tied with the Braves for the most wins in the National League. They're doing it with a lot of injuries. They've dealt with some adversity. Are you impressed with the way this team has kind of used its organizational depth to continue to find ways to win? I am. When you lose uh, three starters like that, you know, guys have been banged up like Braun. Uh, yeah, very impressed. You know, this year the National League is down. You know, the best, the best five or six teams are all in the American League. 
So, you know, it's, it's a chance to really take advantage of a down league. So if you're like the, uh, you're the Brewers, if you win the NL Central, you guys get a chance of anybody to win it, to, uh, win the National League pennant. Because, you know, the West is certainly down. And, uh, you know, you got the Washington Nationals, Atlanta, Mets in the East. But, you know, the, the, right now, the Brewers have a good chance of anybody to get the World Series. Ryan Braun goes on the disabled list today. Uh, he just, last year and this year, he's having a really hard time staying healthy. Uh, is there, from a national perspective, what, what can be expected of Braun moving forward? Well, you know, it might be a situation where he becomes like an extra player. Maybe not, he's not playing six, seven days a week. He's playing three or four. And, uh, you know, almost like a, uh, an extra first baseman, a fourth outfielder. You know, if he had a DH in the National League, he'd be different. So I think, uh, you know, it may come to that if he can't shake off these injuries. He's a big, big, you know, very steady guy, but more like a super utility player rather than a regular outfielder. Bob Nightingale from USA Today continuing to join us. You also recently had uh, a column about the impact of gambling becoming potentially legal in the country with the Supreme Court striking down the, the federal uh, the federal ban and how it could affect baseball. And there's no sport out there that is more against gambling than baseball. It's the number one rule. You don't you don't gamble on baseball. How are how are teams and players? And you spoke with Joe West and umpire. How is the baseball community feeling about the impact that legalized sports gambling across the country could have on the sport? Very nervous. I mean, Major League Baseball, you know, thinks that, hey, if they're gambling, let's get cut of the pie here. You know, let's get us 1% tax uh, along with the NBA. You get 1% of every, uh, you know, of every bet. Uh, that being said, the baseball's got to be very careful. You know, you don't want a, uh, you know, another Pete Rose situation. And also, it's very easy for, uh, you know, you know clubhouse attendants, trainers to give out information to gamblers. Nobody can control a game like a home plate umpire. Uh, you know, the, the trouble, too, is just the, uh, you know, you're going to question the integrity all the time. If a home plate umpire has a bad game, people are going to say, I wonder if he's going to take. Who got to him? And some star player all of a sudden has a, uh, you know, real bad week. You know, okay, what's going on here? You know, is he, is he in the wrong crowd? So it just questions everything, uh, which is unfortunate. Joe West made reference to you know gamblers getting angry and there potentially being you know umpires who are not safe. Players could not be safe. There's the there's the aspect of baseball being an everyday thing compared to the other sports that aren't quite as everyday. Does all of that go into why maybe gambling could be could hurt baseball more than it could hurt some of the other sports? Yeah, well, well the trouble too is the uh, in baseball you're gone so much. You're football you're only gone. Uh... You know, 10 weekends a year, you know, the eight regular season, two exhibition games, you're gone for one night. Baseball, you're gone for, you know, 81 games to really 90, 95 nights. All you have to do is pick up the paper to find out the guys at home or, or on the road. And, uh, you know, it's one thing to have too much beer and alcohol at a, ga- at a game and being upset that your team loses. It's quite another if you just bet your mortgage or, you know, bet your car loan on that game. And when, and the guy struggles, all of a sudden, you know, that, uh, disappointment turns into just, you know, violent anger. And I think that's what Joe West alluded to. It's like, you know, when money's involved, people can get very, very angry. 
Last thing for you in the National League, some surprise teams, Braves, Phillies, Pirates. Of all the teams that are exceeding expectations by a, by a large margin compared to what the expectations were, who do you think is the most legitimate and real and could get into the postseason? Uh, I, I think the Braves fade. I really do. I think they're still a year or two away. Uh, you know, they've been, they've been the biggest surprise. I don't see it lasting. Same with the Pirates. Imagine what this team could do if they had Garrett Cole. And, uh, you know, he's gone. They were never aggressive to trade deadline when they're in the race with a chance to win. I can't see him doing it now. And, uh, and who was your other team? Uh, I mentioned the uh, Phillies. Yeah, uh, yeah, Phillies are like Atlanta to me. Just, you know, they don't have enough. Uh, you know, it's interesting what they're doing. I mean, everybody's trying to do what the Brewers did last year, being the fast track of a rebuild. And, uh, you know, the Brewers shocked everybody last year by hanging the race as long as they did. I don't see the Phillies and uh, the Braves doing that this year. But that being said, the future looks very, very bright. Bob, really appreciate the time. Encourage folks to follow you on Twitter at B Nightingale, and more importantly, uh, Region USA Today on uh, usatoday.com. Thanks so much for uh, taking some time with us this evening. Sure, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. You bet. There's uh, Bob Nightingale from USA Today. Really encourage you to read the Josh Hader piece. 